0: To the minute market updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Some changes when it comes to
2: communications at the White House. Correspondent Greg in Report. Sean Spicer is out as press secretary and will be replaced by Deputy Spokeswoman Sarah Sanders. She said Spicer announced his resignation after President Trump hired a new communications director.
3: Sean felt
4: like it would be best for that team to be able to start uh, with a totally clean slate.
2: Wall Street financier Anthony Scaramucci, who has frequently defended the president on TV, will now oversee the president's communications office. This White
3: House
1: correspondent Greg
2: Clarkson reporting. The Supreme Court
1: says that this week's ruling allows grandparents and other close relatives to qualify as uh, eligible relationships under the Trump administration's travel ban. Some of the courts felt that the original travel ban was too restrictive in terms of what relationships qualify. This is SRN News.
5: Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a tradeway event called Step 1 Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Westin Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95
0: for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
6: The views expressed on the following
0: program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's The King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business on Business 1440. Now,
7: here's King Banyan.
2: He's a leaker.
7: The only thing I worry about leaking is coffee. Mustn't spill a drop. Good morning, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Happy July day to you. It's a, it is a nice day. Welcome back. We're we're live today. Um and and talking about the economy. This is gonna be one of those odd days because because Normally we try to catch up with the news, we do job Saturday and we try to get at events, but it's it's becoming dog days and everything's focused on who's in charge of communications at the White House and and you know, who talked who who talked to a Russian yesterday, uh and so on. So it's kinda hard to get economics to get a word in edgewise. But we're going to do some of that today. I'm intending to use today as a bit more of a, from time to time I call them teaching shows. Um, When I have them in my head, teaching shows are shows where I try to talk through economic concepts with you on the air. Um, It's good practice for me because, because, and this will be something you hear throughout the show, there's a temptation for most presenters in economics to fall back on a blackboard to write an equation or a spreadsheet to show some data or some PowerPoint slides which have graphs and pictures and so on. Can't find a single graph or a single equation in the wealth of nations nor in the uh, Principles of Political Economy by David Ricardo. There are a couple of equations in Keynes' general theory, but not very much. Really, all that mathiness that came to economics came somewhat later, though inspired by issues in the 19th century. It's, for the most part, really a a, um, post-World War II phenomenon relatively young, for even for us which, uh, in economics, which is a relatively young, and I'll, you'll see my hands, you'll see my fingers waving here, uh, um, social science. I, I, as, you've, as you've heard me uh, uh, before say here on the King Banyan show, I'm, I'm always a little, um, I always have some qualms about using the word science to describe what it is I do. Um, I use the scientific method, yes, uh, when I can, but I recognize the limits of both the, the data I have and, and, and that which I'm trying to study, which is not subject to sometimes um, use of the scientific method in the way that uh, engineers and physicists and chemists can do. So I try, be, I try to be a little bit careful about that. So we're going to talk about that today. Um by um what news there was of the week was really positive if you look if you look at the stock markets all the stock markets are hitting highs i i heard uh, briefly on uh, the show that you just heard before this one um folks talking about well there's going to be a pullback and so on okay if you're if you're interested in that kind of material come back in a couple hours that's not what i do here on the King Banyan Show. I don't call stock markets. I don't tell you which way interest rates are going. I I help you think about that. But I don't tell you anything because you're smart enough to figure this out for yourself. And we just talk about how you how you might think about that particular those particular issues. What news there was about the stock market being at its highs, you know, housing starts were up really strong mortgage mortgage refinances are going up rapidly as people begin to realize, doggone it, next move in interest rates are up. It's time for me to get out. I told you I wouldn't say that, but that's what everybody thinks right now. Very few people think interest rates are going to stay low, but I, I'm going to talk to you about that during the show today. I'm going to give you some counter some counter arguments for why interest rates might not be going up as fast as you think and let you figure out what it is you want to do about that. The housing market continues to be super strong. Just uh, uh, Housing starts were up 8.3%, so that we're now building at a rate of 1.2 million houses. To put that in context, you were less than half of that during the Great Recession. The housing market is strong. And that's why that's why mortgage uh, applications are going up uh, as well. And that's that's another thing that might be causing the rates for mortgages at banks to rise is simply they're busy. There are a lot of people buying, and there are a lot of people refinancing. That's certainly true. You want to find some some negative some negative numbers? You certainly can. Uh, you can you can look at a couple of the business condition indexes indices from the New York Fed down the New York Fed down uh, 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 from 15 uh, down from 19.8 to 9.8 It was expected to drop to 15. the Philly index went from 27.6 to 19.5. Those are still fairly good numbers but it just means that we're backing off some of the really strong growth in manufacturing that i think was characterized by uh ebullience over over uh the new administration and the departure of the old administration in washington i i the how, and i think i i think that's what you'll see i think you'll see a little bit of cooling though not as much perhaps as we m- might have thought. So, if you look at the GDP forecasts that are out there, GDP numbers will start to announce. The GDP numbers will start to announce at the end of July. We're about, uh, I think, actually, we get an announcement on Friday. So, we might have GDP Saturday next week here on the King Binion Show, and we will be live next week as well. Um, we will get we'll get a rate. Probably in the twos. But Merrill Lynch is expecting two point one percent. Goldman Sachs one point nine. Uh the GDP now cast from the Atlanta Fed is at now at two and a half and the New York Fed at two. So somewhere between two and two and a half should be the number we see on Friday. That's a good number. There is an there is a Fed meeting. This week. But it's not a meeting in which they plan to have a, a press conference. And as I've told you here repeatedly here on Business 1440. If if the Fed is not having a press conference, it's because it doesn't intend to do anything. It'll release a statement. The statement will be scrutinized. We'll do it here too. Next Saturday. But there won't be anything in that that will be shocking. The only way you can the only reason for you to be shocked would be sometime or Monday or Tuesday for the Fed to announce that that Chair Yellen plans to have a a special press conference that would mean they're doing something they're doing something different the real The real news will be if they reveal anything further about their plans to start balance sheet normalization. I think we got all of the information we were going to get last month and that nothing new will be coming. So the FOMC meeting this week will be blah. And then the next big event will be the annual meeting out at Jackson Hole. Gosh, part of me would just love to get an invite to one of those Jackson Hole meetings. I'm not sure. What would you prefer? Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven to go see the Fed meeting at Jackson Hole, which is a beautiful place, or to go to uh, Buffett Palooza, to go to the Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting in Omaha, which is not Jackson Hole. <laughs> I understand the food is good, but it's not. It's not Jackson Hole. And I, frankly, would much rather go to Jackson Hole. But I would really rather see Warren Buffett than Janet Yellen. How about you? 651-289-4477, the number to call today. And it is interesting. If you are going to pick my my travel plans, and I told you I could get into one of these two. By the way, this isn't going to happen. I'm not getting into either. The only way I'm getting into Buffett Palooza is if I buy a share of Berkshire Hathaway stock. I don't have that kind of money. And the only way I'm getting to Jackson Hole is to get an invite from somebody at the Fed. I suspect I don't have quite that kind of pull. I would love to go to either one. So if you've got if you've got friends in high places who can get me into either one, I'll take the I'll take the recording equipment with me and we'll talk to people and we'll get their we'll get their uh we'll get them up here on the King Beaning show just as soon as we can but I wouldn't hold you, wouldn't hold my breath on that one but anyway uh gdp numbers coming in uh FOMC comes in um we do expect that uh, we do expect there to be um th- they will announce probably that they're going to do they may give us a hint that they'll do balance sheet normalization First, probably in September, in that the next rate hike probably won't come until December. I think there's about a one in five chance, depending on what we see from the GDP numbers, if they come in above two and a half percent, I would go 50 50 on them doing a rate hike in September. There's almost a hundred percent chance they're going to do one by December, but I do think there's some chance that it's going to go up, that it's going to go up before that, and it will be it'll depend in no small part on what the GDP number is on Friday, which will be after the FOMC meeting, which is um, which I believe is Tuesday, Wednesday this week, and then of course you've got two more unemployment reports before you get to the September FOMC meeting. So that's where we are right now. Economy seems to be growing at a modest pace. I do think it's growing faster in Europe, and that's causing them some issues, and we're going to talk about that today as well. But today we're largely focused on this. What is the value of economics in understanding these things? What is it that we can teach you, and what is it that we can't? And we'll start with your favorite topic. Bacon. How's that for a tease? Bacon coming up next. King Banyan Show. Business 1440.
2: now when you'll receive a free copy of josh Milberg's book next gen annuity strategies revealed as a bonus we'll also send you a copy of the number one mistakes retirees are making with their investments today and a free dvd on how you can get up to 33 percent more income in retirement call 800-725-1616 that's 800-725-1616 employees of J.T. Milberg financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer Tune in to Investing for Success with Mark Pearson every day for your dose of
3: dollars and cents. Our daily segment takes a candid look at what makes no sense, what's a bunch of nonsense, and how to use a little common sense when it comes to investing in financial matters. From investments to insurance, college payments to major purchases, dollars and cents digs into the no sense, the nonsense, and the common sense so you can make better sense of it all. Get some straight talk with dollars and cents with Mark Pearson every day on Investing for Success
1: from 4 to 5 p.m.
3: on Business 1440, the Wall Street Business Network.
1: Are you suffering with hearing loss? Are you sick of people constantly complaining that your TV is too loud? Are you tired of asking people to speak up? Would you like to hear more clearly, but you don't want to wear a hearing aid that makes you look old? Then you need to try Listen Clear, a life-changing breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Listen Clear is fully adjustable, so you can find the perfect way to hear almost everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And right now, you can try Listen Clear absolutely free with free shipping. We'll even give you free batteries for life. So call now 1 568 4327. Listen Clear is lightweight and completely hassle free. And it's practically invisible. Call for your risk free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now 1 568 4327. That's 1 855 568 4327.
2: Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin pointing out today's challenges in the economy for today's investors.
5: The investment landscape has dramatically changed in the last five years, the last 10 years, the last two years, to where you have investment vehicles that you now have access to and can invest in those IRA structures. And you can create an income plan and not just be susceptible to those mutual fund strategies.
0: Every weekday morning at 8 and Sunday mornings at 11 on the new Business 1440.
7: Welcome back. King Banyan Show Business 1440. Ah, the music of my youth. Thank you. Uh, so, bacon. Truly what you love, right? Story from the Wall Street Journal um, last week, last weekend um while i was away i was uh, speaking at a conference in in los angeles to um a group that i've worked with uh for 25 years uh, uh analysis research and planning for armenia one of two um armenian ngos i've worked with in my career um and it was their 25th anniversary and we were we had a we had a one-day conference i got to present a paper at it uh, was was good fun um and I'll tell you I'm, I'll tell you why I'm telling you that. I got a couple of reasons for it, but read the paper that morning and I and I read this and like, yeah, of course, right? This is titled, this is the article is titled, "America's Lust for Bacon is Pushing pork belly prices to records. A national craving for bacon is pushing u s. pork belly prices to record highs. Prices for the part of a hog used to make bacon have risen about 80% this year, while frozen reserves are at a six-decade low. Americans brought about around, bought around 14.1% more bacon at stores in 2016 than in 2018, according to market research firm Nielsen. Chief Cardi's <laughs> uh, international left, Missouri, Surrey, Ireland, Suderman said, the consumer has simply woken up to the joy of having bacon on more and more things. Really? Just now? Just now? They figured this out? Ireland, where you been, dude? We've been down with bacon for a long, long time. But then you look at the price of bacon, right? So there's, so you look at the pork at pork prices, right? Pork prices have these enormous cycles, up, down, up, down. Whereas the price for pork loin, the price for pork uh, carcasses is, um, is, is uh, out there. And sure, yep, I've seen the Arby's ads. Yep, I know bacon is everywhere. So here's my question for you. When, Okay, simple economics. Economics 101. In fact, it's in the first part of the 101 class. If the price of pork belly goes as it has from about 110 to $203 per 100 pounds, what do you suppose happens? Right? We always argue that in economics that prices are incentives and that people respond to incentives in a free market a high price causes me to do two things one as a consumer when the price of bacon goes up I'm encouraged to do something else rather than eat bacon this makes me sad of course I love bacon I'm sure you do too because you're just a good American. Good Americans love their bacon. So if you think you go, well, is there a substitute for bacon? Of course there is. right? There's sausage which can be made with something other than the belly. The prices of, of carcass and loin of, of the lesser de- less desirable parts of the of the pig. Are are not rising nearly as rapidly as the price of belly, right?
3: But that,
7: but that's only one side of it. So we start using sausage. We start having ham. So we eat different parts of the of 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 pig, or we just stop consuming pork altogether. We start having something different, right? Yesterday I went for lunch at an Asian place, and they had a they had a, a Penang curry. Penang curry include, has pork in it, not not belly. It has a different piece of a uh, different type of pork in it, but it has pork in it. The I I don't get Penang curry up here in Saint Cloud, so when I'm in the Twin Cities, I try to frequent places where I can get it because I dig it. It's awesome. And so I can have I can have some pork that way instead. I consume lesser lesser cuts of meat than than the beloved bacon. But it does one other thing, right? The other thing it does is it encourages producers to to grow more pigs. Higher prices encourage us to have more pretty little piglets, right? How long does it take from the time you decide to create more more pigs to the time in which the time in which you can actually get the bacon to the marketplace? Well, the gestation period, right? The time it takes between uh, between and I'm going to use I'm going to use some some interesting words now between insemination and birth. Right, the time it takes to, for that is going to be some months, and then once the once the little piglet is born, it has to stay with mommy for a while, and then it and, and when it's when it's now a feeder pig, it goes from being twenty five pounds to about two hundred fifty pounds. That takes another six months beyond the gestation period for for the pig. That takes about a year. So what would we predict that's going to happen to pork prices in the future? That's right. They're going to fall because we're going to produce more pigs. The only thing that would keep us from producing more pigs is some regulation, some barrier to entry that either keeps current farmers from making more. For example, their pens are already full. It takes time for them to build a new pen. That's possible. But there may be other people who have some extra space. They might be able to take some space they're currently using for, for growing some other type of meat and decide to convert that to pig and hog production. Eventually, the price is going to fall. In the story you just heard is the story that I tell in about every principal's class I have. I would use a graph like this, and I've tweeted it to you, I think, already, but I will again. You know, at the, at the, you know the, price, the price of pork belly in, on April 28th was $108. The price is now about $203. And that price has bounced up and down and up and down. It's a very volatile price for bellies. But you would say, by and large, the price of pork belly in 2015 was about one-third to one-half the level it is now. Right? Basic lessons. People respond to incentives, and the price is determined by both supply and demand. Right? As, supply, as the quantity supplied rises, because we can adjust more in the long run, the price of, the price of that bacon is going to go down. So Arby's can, ar- can advertise all it wants about, about its bacon sandwiches. And those look lovely. I will t- I will say, but what will allow Arby's to do well is a marketplace in which, in which producers will respond to this increased demand from our, their advertising by producing more pigs and hogs. And that's what free markets do. Free markets respond to incentives, and the incentive comes from the high price, which invites which invites pork producers to make more so that they can earn more profits, and that's the value of the profit. Okay, very simple story, right? Very simple story. So that's, 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 that's lesson number one, right? Lesson number two, which we'll get to next and came up, I did an interview last weekend on another radio station, regarding regarding Amazon Prime, and we're going to talk about Amazon Prime next and why Amazon Prime, yeah, it's good for us and why it exists and what it means for, for malls and shopping centers, because that was the question I was asked. Because here in St. Cloud, we've got lots of malls and shopping centers. We're a regional shopping area. But we'll talk about that after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business
8: 1440.
7: On.
6: This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Business 1440. For centuries, it's been called the land of promise. Today, it's the land of blessing. In 2017, come and experience for yourself the only place God called my land. Experience Israel next fall and celebrate Jerusalem's 50th anniversary. A -a once-in-a-lifetime trip awaits as you travel with Business 1440 and Genesis Tours. Tour Israel like never before during nine exciting days. You'll visit Galilee, the Jordan Valley, the Garden Tomb, and many historic sites. Embolden your faith and trace back to the very steps of Jesus and experience firsthand the beauty of the Mediterranean landscapes, culinary delights, and return home with a renewed vision for your life. A dedicated team of passionate and knowledgeable professionals will lead this tour. Four- and five-star travel accommodations will give you comfort and safety for the duration of the trip. For full cost and trip details, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, keyword Israel.
4: Hi, I'm Pam, I'm a student at Online Trading Academy. I think the biggest advantage at Online Trading Academy is you're really taking control and being involved in your own financial future. Even if you don't know anything about trading, but you'd like to learn more, this is really the place to go because there's such a wealth of information there and so many resources if you have questions. When you take classes at OTA, you really are shortening the learning curve. I think it's a great thing for women to learn about trading, uh, markets, finances. It's something you can do if you're working or if you're staying at home. Either way, they say most women are very good traders. By managing my own finances, I am keeping more money in my own pocket. I would definitely recommend Online Trading
2: Academy. Text OTA at 313131 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learn with OTA.com.
9: Go! Good day, eh? Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Ozer. It's a wet one out there, and with all this water, you know what that makes me think of? That you don't have to water your lawn? Well, that's a good thing too, but no, really, all weather pools and hot tubs from Premier Pool and Spa. Yeah, some of the bridges may be out, but you can still get to the showroom and see all of them right here in chan eh? You know, some places, they don't let you get into the tubs, but getting into the tubs right on the showroom floor at Premier Pool and Spa is not only okay, it's recommended. Yeah, how do you know if you like the feel of it if you never sat in one, eh? You know, Arctic is truly a cold-wetter spa, and winter right now is the furthest thing from our minds, but it's just what these spas are truly made for. Yeah, hoser, they're built for the cold and easy on your wallet, too, eh? You know, it's better to pay up front instead of for the next 20 years. Yeah, because that's how long an Arctic spa can last. Save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pools and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? PremierPools.com.
1: This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Oh, Beauty, go. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie, and this is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. okay everyone, this record was my idea. Get out. All this right. You're lying.
7: Welcome back King Banging Show. My Why are you doing this? It was awesome. Thank you McKenzies. Yeah, okay. always good to have them have them stop by.
1: That's them I'll with them Getty them. Lee. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> getty Lee comes out and goes, "Hey, hey, how's it going? Oh, hey."
7: <laughs> hey, hey, uh uh John, do you do you remember when the be apocalypse was predicted have you ever heard of be mageddon
0: be mageddon no i haven't
7: yeah so i mean you would fear right that there would be something that that if everyone was eating bacon all the time eventually we'd run out of bacon
1: you would think but we don't right no nope.
7: right and and the reason for that is farmers right so one wonders and this is this is from uh, this this is from John uh, Sexton earlier this week over at Hot Air. John, I, I got to tell, in, in case, just in the, on the off chance that uh, my good friend Ed Morris, he, uh the the purveyor uh, and uh, senior senior editor uh, owner, I don't know what do we call him for Hot Air is, but if, Ed, Ed, if you're listening, John Sexton was a great addition to the stable. This guy, this I love this guy's stories. So he writes he writes a piece called "How Capitalism Averted the Bee Apocalypse," right? So we we four years ago we had this we had this worry about colony collapse, right? In bee colonies, that, that the that basically all the bees were going to go on were going to go away, and we would have no honey, right? And how horrible would that be? Now. I'm pro-bacon, and, and honey is not on the Banyan diet um, because I can't have that much sugar in my life. But, but I get that people want their honey, and honey is, honey is a wonderful thing for, for people as well as Winnie the Pooh. Um, so you might recall that the Obama administration created a task force to develop a national strategy to promote honeybees and other pollinators calling for $82 million in federal funding to address pollinator health and enhance 7 million acres of land. In you know, this year, this is from a story in Reason magazine this week, or on their website this week. Both Cheerios and Patagonia have rolled out Save the Bees campaigns. The latter is circulating a petition calling on the feds to protect honeybee populations by imposing stricter regulations than pesticide use, unquote, from from Reason Magazine. Now, I'm just going to substitute the words. The Obama administration created a task force to develop a national strategy to promote bacon and other pork products, calling for $82 million in federal funding to address pig health and enhance 7 million pork farms. This year, both both. Arby's and, I don't know, uh, Hormel have rolled out Save the Pigs campaigns. The latter is circulating a petition calling on the feds to protect pig populations by imposing stricter regulations on Arby's. I don't know, or something like that, right? It sounds stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds stupid. Why? Because no one has to protect pig populations. Why? Because... The farmers take care of it themselves. They have an interest in it because they earn money from the pigs. Well, let me ask you something. Do you think your honey arrives on your plate because a bee stopped by and left a little? No. There are bee farmers, and bee farmers want to make money too, just like pork farmers. And they do so by responding to the crisis in, in, in bee colonies by finding ways to deal with this. In 2016, there were, this is going back to reason, in 2016 there were 2.78 million honeybee colonies in the United States, 16% more than when the, the, this, this colony disorder hit in 2006. In fact, there are more honey bee colonies in the country today than in nearly 25 years. Last year, U.S. beekeepers churned out 161 million pounds of honey, slightly more than when the colony collapse began. Using annual data collected from advertisements in American Bee Journal, a beekeeping magazine, the researchers found No measurable increase in the price of these bees after controlling for pre-existing trends. One reason is that supply is extremely elastic. I love this. One reason is that supply is extremely elastic, elastic. Commercial queen breeders are able to rear large numbers of queen bees quickly, often in less than a month, to meet increased demand, unquote. This is, this is, in fact, how markets work. You'll remember before the break I said it takes about a little more than a year. It takes about 13 months to go from insemination of your female hogs to having, a, having, the, baby, having the baby pig all grown up and ready to go off to the meatpacking plant. My apologies to all of the animal rights listeners in my audience. But you can get to the honeybees in about one twelfth of the time. So, in other words, honey, honeybee production, honeybee production, and honey production adjust much more quickly. So, even if there was an increase in demand for honey because of Cheerios, right? Because those suckers are good, right? If there's an increased demand for honey because because we all want more honey. The market can react quickly because of the time of production. It can't create it can't react as quickly because it just takes longer to make more bacon than it does to make more honey. So as you think about how how economics works, that's that's what happens. Now, let me turn let me turn to another economic story, and this is the one I teased to you before the break. I had a call on uh, last week to appear on another radio program to talk about Amazon Prime and the effect on shopping malls. And you get the usual thing. Okay, I'm here in St. Cloud. We are surrounded by largely smaller rural communities. And most of them don't have the two Walmarts, the two Targets, the Crossroads Mall, and all of the attendant s- shopping malls or or in not nicely strip malls that we have. And the the radio host whose show I appeared on wanted to talk about the impact of Amazon Prime on the shopping malls. And I said, well, yeah, it does. It does have an effect on shopping malls. That's true. Now, I live right here in St. Cloud. It is very easy for me. I live four minutes away from Crossroads Mall. I can get there in four minutes. I like walking around. I also like the fact that my local businesses are supporting local activities. I see the name of the hardware store on my kid's little league jersey. Um, I see, I see, I see the name. I see the name of one of our local uh, law firms on on the sign indicating that they gave money to the Rotary to help build a park. And so I want to support those things. But suppose I live 30 miles away. Now, 30 miles away would be, let's say, Holdingford, Minnesota. All right. That's probably 25 to 30 miles away from here. They don't see those signs. They don't see the jerseys. What do they see? They see if I want to go down to St. Cloud to shop, I have to put the kids in the car. I've got to drive down there. I have to shop, and then I have to come back. They have to pay more of a cost to shop than I do, being four minutes away from the mall. So who's more likely to shop at the mall? Me. Twenty years ago, before there was such a thing as Amazon or Amazon Prime, the person Holdingford it on Saturday came into the mall, so it was well said, well known around here that, St. Cloud was a, was a city of 60,000 60, on weekdays and 150,000 on weekends when people from outside of St. Cloud came to shop in our malls. That's not as true as it was before. Because now I can pay, I think it's $75, do I remember right? $75 to get second-day shipping on anything. Once a year I pay 75 bucks and I get second-day shipping for everything I order. From Amazon, how many trips? How many trips do you have to take from Holdingford to St. Cloud before you've made your seventy-five dollars back? Now go further out. I tweeted this story last weekend. Um, the if you think of the city of Ikaluit, it's up in Nunavut in Canada. This is why I asked John to play the Mackenzies coming in. Ikaluit is a city. Out in in Nunavut, which is you remember, you, if you're my age, you remember the Northwest Territories of Canada being this humongous province that sw- s- stretched from the Baffin Bay to the Alaskan border. They cut it in half. One of them's still in the Northwest ter- Territories. The other one is Nunavut, which is an Eskimo, which is an Eskimo name name of the uh, uh, Eskimo name. Iqaluit is the large city large city heck it's probably i think i think it's only about 10,000 people who live there it's really just not a very big place but they get 88,500 parcels shipped to um shipped to uh the canada post uh, canada post sends to the calluit post office why because if they want to go get a box of pampers off a shelf up there, it's about seventy bucks a similar a hundred eighty, a box of hundred and eighty pampers a hundred and fifty box of pampers off Amazon goes for thirty five dollars. Oh, well, but what about the shipping? Well, if you can pay them seventy five dollars and get all the shipping you want. You're going to use Amazon for your pampers rather than going to the store. Point being, thinking like an economist, just training yourself to think in this way gets you to understand that the benefit of Amazon Prime isn't for those of us who live in a city. We've got lots of options. And I do believe, I personally want to be good to my my local businesses so i want to go to the hardware store i want to go to the mall because i want to say hi to my friends and i want to tell them i support you because you guys support us by by sponsoring the park in the and the little league team but the people that live out in the country okay people that live in that live in in painesville or holdingford or 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 up you know up uh north of us um past uh past little falls who could blame them if they decide to use amazon instead of making the drive every time but back after this you're listening to the king Banyan show on business 1440
1: except for him i'm a band oh how can you do that making me look bad you're such a hose hand yeah well take off take
5: We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Edina Galleria
0: September 15th and 16th, only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877 907 trade That's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. As
1: parents, one of our greatest concerns for our children is that they get a great education that leads to great opportunity. But too often these days, students have a hard time learning and really understanding math.
4: My daughter was really having a hard time with math. She was very uncomfortable. She just couldn't learn. She had decided that she just couldn't learn it, and so... She just sort of shut down.
1: At Mathnasium, math experts tutor students using a proprietary and effective curriculum that is tailored to their individual needs, helping students catch up and get ahead in math.
4: I had heard that they had a good result for people who came in, and we are living proof that that is true. At the end of the term, she had an A. She feels good about what she did because she got the A. I mean, the tutor doesn't come to the test with you. She is learning that she can do it herself, and it's all thanks to Mathnasium.
1: To see how Mathnasium can empower your child to a better education and better future, visit mathnasium.com. That's mathnasium.com. At Mathnasium, we make math make
8: sense.
9: Now let me tell you people about this blackjack game. It's caused me nothing but trouble and I've only myself to blame. Hey, hey.
7: King Banyan Show Business
1: 1440.
7: A little bit of a teaching Saturday here on the show. People respond to incentives, and we've talked about prices. We've had a little talk about elasticity and people's response to the option of shopping from home rather than shopping at the store. The distance is the is the thing. The further away you are from the major shopping area. The more likely it is that Amazon Prime is a valuable is valuable to you, and so if you think about, um, you know, um, the the Native Americans and and of Native Americans and Native Canadians in the very far north of the U.S. and uh, Canada, it's pretty easy to see that. I toured a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, actually, it's probably a couple months now. Um uh, I toured uh Northumberland which is the uh, or part of Northumberland which is the northernmost uh county of England before you get to the Scottish border. That area was really uh, uh full of um full of uh, uh mining 40 50 years ago and I went to a city called Ashworth which is near the North Sea coast. And we'd just come down from the North Sea and gone to a small uh, small village called Croster, and Croster had uh, the, the, had the, the you know the the uh, 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 lobster pots and the and just that us- that usual scenery of a seacoast and it was just really pretty. Now you could see why people would want to hang out there, but Ashworth decided to get into the act. Ashworth had been a mining town since the 19th century. And you went into the mine and they described it the, 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 described how hard miners worked and how for a while they had made a lot of money from mining. And then, of course, what happened was the big coal mining strikes of the 1980s and the, the fight between the coal miners and, and Margaret Thatcher. Then all they had and as you looked around this city, all, what you saw was they had had to make the decision, well, our coal mines are now closed, they are. Mining is not profitable in Ashworth, or anywhere in Northumberland, really, at this point. So what do they have to do? They turn to tourism. So they build uh, an interpretive center, and they and they put up they put up hotels with uh, mining themes, and they hope that just um, they just hope that it really works out. And I thought of that again when I was reading this piece by Brian Kaplan over at. Uh, over at uh, the uh, Library of Economics and Liberty blog, EconLog. Um, And it just talks about this, right? The year is 1997. You visit a lovely rural town in North Dakota, population 3,000. You take a bunch of pictures with your analog camera to treasure the sweet memories. Twenty years later, you return. The lovely rural town is now a regional fracking center, population 100,000. The charm has vanished beneath a tidal wave of new construction. You take one picture with your smartphone where you shed a tear of sorrow with new frack city in the background. Your caption, progress? But to Kaplan's point, it runs in both directions. It runs both in the direction of, of, of going from tourism to, to this higher level and from, and from this other level to tourism. Tourism is just one industry, and it's a fairly tiny industry. It's, a, it's an industry that some places turn to when they really don't have anything else to, and they think of it as being a way to, way to develop. It can be valuable. You can find ways to make it work for you. But as a substitute for heavy industry, you'd say, well, no. And I love this fact of what he says. Touristic charm is basically, as, as Frederick Bastiat would say, seen while industrial output is unseen. You pass through a lovely location, you immediately sigh, ah. You pass by a fracking field, you immediately grimace, yuck. Okay, people drive by our 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 malls and our you know and, and our strip malls and so on, and people say yuck. And then along comes, along comes Amazon, and people say, hey, wait, we actually have jobs in there. We don't really want those to go, um, at all. And so one of the things that, that, that you observe in, the, in, in this story, I think, is is that pe- what people really don't want is, is, is that kind of progress. They want something a little bit different. We're going to take the lessons from this, hour and in the next hour we're going to turn to some of the things we more traditionally talk about in macro here on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
8: Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. This is Michael Medved, and I've received thousands of testimonials that come in telling me how excited people are to be out of pain, like... Bob from Ohio, who writes, I had a herniated disc in my back in 1984. I started taking Relief Factor, and for the first time, I have been completely out of constant, sometimes excruciating pain. I'm now able to work in the yard, around the house, and do my job in comfort. This is a great product. That's the end of the quote. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain or general muscle pain, aches, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to ReliefFactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. That's 1-800-500-8384. 8384
9: you got to be kidding me. That's
3: outrageous.
8: There's no way that's true.
9: That's one of the craziest things I've ever
3: heard. Tune in to Investing for Success with Mark Pearson for the headline versus the bottom line every Friday. We wrap up the work week with a look at the outrageous claims and misleading headlines made by the financial press. From the stock market to international events, we uncover the media's bias and preponderance for exaggeration and fear-mongering. You can't make this stuff up. It's real headlines and so-called expert opinion that borders on the absurd, and it's often a lot of fun, too. Tune in to Investing for Success with Mark Pearson every day from 4 to 5 p.m. And don't miss the headline versus the bottom line every Friday. It's a great way to avoid the needless anxiety and confusion most financial news groups create and have a little fun. The headline versus the bottom line every Friday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Investing for Success with Mark Pearson. It would be even funnier if it weren't so shockingly true. It's the headline versus the bottom line every Friday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Investing for Success with Mark Pearson. New
5: windows for America
9: I finally decided to get rid of the old bathtub in its dingy-looking color. Monty from New Windows for America made me feel like I was in good hands, so I signed right away for my new walk-in shower. The owner called me that afternoon and thanked me for my order. I thought it was a great way to show appreciation. His crew was awesome, from the supervisors to the plumbers to the whole crew. My experience was a snap. No more ugly, dingy walls.
0: That's a written testimonial from Cheryl, who used New Windows for America to remodel her bathroom. That's right, New Windows for America does beautiful, easy-to-clean, Clean one day tub and shower replacement. A new tub or shower can be replaced in just one day. No disruptions to your routine. Make your appointment for a free consultation today and save $750 off a safe, beautiful, easy to clean bath or shower replacement. Offer ends July 31st. If you're looking for a job well done, do yourself a favor and call New Windows for
4: America. New Windows for America.